You know how you have some staples that are always on your grocery list? Well, we stop buying four of our favorites and we save money doing it. But we're not going without. In this episode, learn how we are enjoying them more now than ever. Though we're not even buying them. Welcome to the Wallet Win Podcast. Each week, we take a look at a different piece of the personal finance puzzle. I'm Jonathan Texera. And I'm Amanda Texera. We're your guides on your journey to getting out of debt, building wealth, and changing the world through generosity. Here we go. Hey, Jonathan here. I want to tell you about a free workshop that we've got going on. You can go get it at walletwin.com slash training. It's called How to Pay Off Debt and Save Money Without Giving Up Everything You Love. Inside this one, you're going to learn to how to know exactly what your next best step is for your finances. You're going to learn the number one strategy for getting your hard-earned money working for you and your dreams instead of Visa or Sally Mae. And you're going to learn the secret to seeing way more progress with your money. And you don't need a bigger income. You don't need to give up everything you love. You just need the WalletWin method. And we walk you through it in this training at WalletWin.com slash training. It's totally free. So go sign up now, WalletWin.com slash training, or you can grab the link in the show notes. I'll see you there. Many moons ago, we read a book, a rather interesting book called, I'm going to screw this up, Make the Bread by the Butter. Make your bed. (laughs) Sleep better. (laughs) No, it was a food book, you silly. It was back in, I think, 2012 we read this book. Make the Bread by the Butter. Is that the right phrase? I'm pretty sure that's the name of the book. And it goes through. Link in the show notes, by the way. Great book. And no, we don't make all of our bread and nor do we make everything we do buy all of our butter we do buy all of our butter we do (laughs) not we've not gone so far as to churn our own butter but there were many ideas in this book that kind of just piqued our interest sure and got us thinking wait we could start making things yeah because the 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 premise of the book is you could make anything you could make everything right but this lady, her her mission for this book was to figure out where is that line? Like, where where's the balance? And she said, you know, if you're going to make something, it should hopefully save you money. Right. It should be better mm-hmm. than store-bought. Exactly. And it shouldn't be like a huge hassle. Those are kind of the three things that she's playing around with and weighing as she makes it her determination if you should make it or if you should buy it. Right. And there were very fascinating things in the book that she broke down. I remember one of the biggest examples was having chickens in your backyard mm. and the cost savings weighed against the quality and then the hassle. And mm-hmm. ultimately the answer was not worth it to her. Exactly. And so this got us thinking, okay, what do we love? What are some of those staples mm-hmm. in our everyday grocery budget where we could begin making them Mm -hmm. and not only getting those cost savings but potentially making something better quality Mm -hmm. that could be a lot of fun yeah and so i mean we didn't do this immediately we read a while ago the idea kind of stewed in our heads and we've tried things over the years yeah 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 and so i mean so we have a number of staples in the texera household right a lot of paper clips too nice like every time we go to costco Mm -hmm. 
you know we're getting at least one brick of sharp cheddar cheese. Always. We eat a lot of sharp cheddar around here. Always sharp cheddar. And no, I don't even attempt to make my own cheese. No, we do not. Even though that is a thing. You could do that. It's just not a thing I'm doing at this point. We are not going to do that. Nope. But... That's a great staple, right? And so we looked at our staples. We're trying to figure out what, what could we do and what are the things that we just love to eat and that we might love making that are going to kind of fit into that magic zone for us of cost tasting savings. better, cost savings, and not a huge hassle and we enjoy doing. Right. So I'd say, so we had this idea. It was in our heads. And the first thing that we did it with was kind of by accident, we learned a killer recipe for salsa. Amazing recipe for salsa. Like one, a salsa Like you contest. run out of chips and then you just pour it in a glass and drink it. Ew, no. Well. But maybe you want to. It won a contest we entered. Every event we go to with friends, everybody eventually ends up around this you bring the salsa. bowl mm-hmm. and they're freaking out. It's a good salsa. And eating a ton of it. And somebody even commissioned you one year to <laughs> make it and That's put it right. into jars That's right. to give as gifts to people for Christmas. That's right. It's That's a right. really good salsa. It's really tasty. And it's really simple. Yes. And cheap. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, nothing it's, at the store could compare to this. No. And so, nothing at a restaurant we've ever had. So, we started making this salsa and we were like, oh. We're, and we just kind of it was just kind of natural like we just did not buy salsa anymore because no. we're making this all the time mm-hmm. it's just some tomatoes and garlic and onion and other stuff you put it in the blender Boom. and then you're done so the you're salsa gone. the you're you're ready to, good go. to go you're good <laughs> you're done and you're good to go yep so salsa is one of those things yep and it's easy and there's a lot of different types out there I mean you can make your own pico de gallo Sure. You can make this is more of a blended salsa. There's whatever you like. Dippy one. But you're probably going to find, yes, it's going to be tastier than what you get in the store. And I think, at least ours, way cheaper. And you get to make a very large amount of it. Mm -hmm. Whereas if our family tried to go with just one of those jars of salsa, one, those taste terrible. Oh, yeah. Two, uh, they're Kind of expensive for the small amount you get, Dinko. and they're gone in four seconds. Four chips, and or if, I mean, you get if the... we bought the Costco sized vat, yeah. I mean, it would last a little bit longer, but to, yeah. And and if you get nah. the if you're going for cost savings, all right, now you're in the, like the pace, right? Jarred salsa world, mm-hmm. which mm. the taste is questionable. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I've eaten it. That's why I grew up. I thought I thought that's what salsa was growing up. <laughs> Ditto. And then, but you go, if you go into the fresh salsa realm, it gets better. It's definitely. definitely I've had better. some good ones from right. the grocery store, but, but it also starts getting more price. expensive. Mm-hmm. And so this one is it's a really it's good. It's it's not a fresh salsa. It's made with canned tomatoes, mm-hmm. so you can make it year round. Mm-hmm. It tastes delicious year round, and the other ingredients are fresh. You it's make great. it with fresh ingredients, and then you refrigerate it. Yes. Yeah, yes, but, yes, 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 right. yes, 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 Canned tomatoes. Okay, so that's the salsa. Mm-hmm. Are we going to, like, share a recipe? Ooh, what if we did, like, one of those videos where it's like you're just looking at the thing, it's like, like one of those 
Maybe a reel. Food video things. Instagram reel. All right. We'll do something. Check it out. Follow us at WalletWin on Instagram, and we will make a reel with how we make Real good salsa. How we make these foods. Yep. Okay. So we've got that salsa, which is killer. And then another thing that we ate. So we ate a lot of salsa in the house. In this house. Mm -hmm. With our kids. And me. We eat a lot of yogurt. We love yogurt. And we're talking like the full fat plain yogurt. Yeah, yeah, we are not we, we don't, don't do... we're not getting the little cups. We're not getting full of fruit sugar goop on the bottom. None of that here. Right. So bef- we would go to Costco and we would buy the full fat plain yogurt. Mm-hmm. Unless it was Nusa. Ooh. That's kind of our little that's exception. That's special. We love Nusa. That's a special it's thing. It's so good. But unless it's that, we were always going for the least amount of sugar and full fat dairy. Mm-hmm. And while it's not ex- exceedingly expensive, expensive, but we would just go through volumes. You just eat a ton of it. Where now it's now like we're running out. We're spending, you know, if we ate it to the desire level that we had, we're spending twenty to twenty five dollars a month on yogurt. Mm-hmm. You're running out in between. You got to go to the store and you I'm just taking up room. If you buy a lot at once, so we we make our own. We and do. I'll tell you this, and it's so easy. Years ago. A friend of ours, I think this is the first time I met her, and she was on this this particular diet, and she was making her own yogurt, mm-hmm. and I think you told me that or something. Somehow I got that detail. I thought that was the craziest thing in the world. Like, you, I, I talked to her about it. I go, you make your own yogurt? I thought that was nuts, bananas. That it was so totally hard. Just weird, too. Yeah, and hard. She's... And, and now here I am. I'm making my own yogurt. But it's, it's almost so one of the easy. simplest things It's so possible. dumb. You don't even need a video for this one. You get the milk. Just we milk. We just get a gallon of whole milk. Yeah, you just get milk. We buy an extra milk when we want to do this. Mm-hmm. Now you could. We do the instant pot, which makes it even easier because it's got buttons for it. You pour it in. You hit it a couple times till it boils it to kill all the bad germs or whatever it is. You let it cool. Till a particular temperature, I think 110, I don't know. Then you take a bunch of yogurt you already have, first time it's from the store. After that, it's from your own stash. Because it has special has the probiotics and cult- yeah, the cultures. Yep, all the little good bacteria that turn milk into yogurt. Mm-hmm. So once the milk is warmed up a little bit, you put in a big old scoop of yogurt into it, mix it up, and then you let it sit. So... If you're in the Instant Pot, you hit the yogurt button for eight hours and put the lid on. It keeps it like super, super low temp, like heat-wise. I mean, it's probably, what, like 100 degrees maybe. And then other ways I've done this, in a food dehydrator, you put it in like a a container that's going to fit in there, and you turn that on. That keeps it at at a good temperature. I've done it. In Once you oven. get it warm, you put it in the oven, you close the door, you don't turn it on. Instant pot, though, easiest. Instant pot's easy, the easiest. Easy, and you can easy. make a ton at once. Yes. So You make a ton, and then easy. you put them into... And then you just put it in a jar. We put them into glass um, mason jars. Mason jars, or if you have some old... I mean, I've been using pickle, old pickle containers because they're a bit of a wider lid, easier to scoop it out of. Yep. So then it's we awesome. have, you know, four or five jars of yogurt at all just times in the go. fridge. 
and we can dish them out. We like to serve them with a little teeny bit of maybe jelly. Sure. Um, yeah. Like a strawberry bit of preserves jelly or some and honey or who knows what. Chia cinnamon. seed or Bingo. cinnamon. Or who needs anything? Flaxseed. That's what yes. I was trying to think of. And. Okay, so that's going to give you like your regular yogurt, which I know isn't the coolest anymore. Everybody wants the thick stuff. Well, then you just you know put you it do? through a cheesecloth. You put it on some you... cheesecloth. You let it drain exactly. for a while. Boom, then you got you Greek, Greek yogurt. yogurt. Bingo, bango. Tango, tango. Maybe I'll put in some... Tasty slices of mango? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was looking for a word. I was going to say dehydrated, but I don't want dehydrated in my... In my yogurt. So that's yogurt. So we, we, we do salsa. We do yogurt. Another one that we do. This might sound funny at first. When I piled it up on the list to talk about today, Amanda goes, I don't know about that one. Fancy popcorn. Mm-hmm. Or popcorn at all. I brought it up because I thought, don't people. She goes, like, who buys popcorn? Who buys popcorn? A lot of people buy popcorn. And then I realized my only method of consuming popcorn growing up was those butter like movie theater butter bags that you pop microwave, in the microwave popcorn microwave popcorn that's a way to buy popcorn and even now today i know plenty of people who buy that skinny pop skinny pop smart food yeah there's they a buy bunch of popcorn. them now popcorn so is getting hot actually, or especially here in nebraska there are popcorn stores mm-hmm. that you go to 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 buy popcorn yeah and years ago we began experimenting with making our own popcorn. Lots of different variables to tweak and play with, but ultimately we found that we love the Whirly Pop. The Whirly Pop. It, the it's whirly the pop. only way to actually make popcorn at home that you want to eat. The, Don't the bother the with world? air popping, Blah. please. It, oof, we, yuck. We do the Whirly Throw Pop. Throw away your air popper. Buy a Whirly, a pop. whirly pop. We do a one-to-one ratio. You do a one-to-one ratio. I've been... Dialing it down a little bit on the fat. <laughs> one to one ratio. So if I do a half a cup of popcorn, I do a half a cup of coconut oil mm-hmm. is what we like to fry it in. It's super tasty. And what's great with the Whirly Pop, so it's a it's a, an aluminum, you could get a steel one, aluminum uh, pot with a lid on it. The lid has a little has some gears and a little handle you twist and it turns the popcorn and the fat. It's this very similar mechanism as to what happens at the movie theater with how they cook theirs. I worked at one, so I know. So as it, so you're moving it around so it doesn't burn, and then as it pops, mm-hmm. it sucks up a little bit of the oil that it's it's cooking in. Yes. And then as it more pops, Rises it gets pushed up. So it's not going to get soaked. Mm-hmm. It just gets a little kiss, and then when it pops, it soaks it up, and the next thing pops and pushes it up. So it's everything is deliciously flavored. So we, mm-hmm. it sounds like we do a lot of oil, but you've got to think, we don't pour anything on it afterwards. Nope. We're not putting butter on top or anything like that. So that's where, I mean, that's a lot. It seems like it's a lot of oil, but we, it's also the flavoring oil too. Mm-hmm. And then some salt. And that one is really that's good. Just our, that's, that's the standard. Classic. That's the standard. Now, over the years, we have dabbled and gone further and oh, pushed yes. the lines. We've got an Italiano blend. Sure. Now, now you could, and you'd still save money. By getting like those the popcorn flavor shakers that you you can see in the store in the popcorn area, sure, you know, you could do that, and you'd still save money and eh, still be a bunch delicious. Of chemicals and stuff. But if you want to make your own, it's even better. So we do. First one was ranch. 
Ranch corn. Now that yes, we use the ranch seasoning that we use to make our own that we ranch. Also buy at Costco. Yes, yeah. the huge thing of ranch. Now the ranch corn is famous amongst our friends, and it's but I'll tell you this: request at parties, you won't get the delicious requested for ranch corn just by using the ranch seasoning mix. For whatever reason, the salt that's in the mix either isn't enough or doesn't stick well enough to the popcorn on its own. So you need to salt the popcorn first, but not all the way, just a little bit. All right. Then you do the ranch. Well, I want to I want to set them up for success. <laughs> then some fresh cracked black pepper. Then you do the ranch seasoning. Mhm. And then bingo bango. Yeah. Oh baby. We've got so we've got that classic, one's good. we've then got italiano. Ranch corn, the italiano blend, there is some fresh um no, you just, so you use an Italian seasoning blend. An Italian seasoning blend, you and then you some, put in some cheese. Oh yeah, some some Parmesan. A little bit of Parmesan, so it kind and of some flavored because it has you know spices and and herbs and stuff in it. Flavored oil. Yeah, we used um, like a olive oil that had a bunch of different spices and mm-hmm. garlics and stuff in it. It was so so. Yeah, good. that one's oh baby. We've experimented good. with other ones, but those are kind of our. Classic. I'm working on some others. I'm I. Kettle corn. Oh, kettle corn, of course. You just, you know, right as it starts popping, you throw in a mix of sugar and salt, and then it's delicious. Yep. So a lot of people would pay for these types of things. We Literally, this fall, we go to the pumpkin patch, mm. and people pay ten ninety five for a bag of kettle corn. Because kettle corn is delicious. It's delicious. Every time we would go, though, Jonathan would take five minutes before we left the house and he would make a batch of kettle corn and he'd pour it into to-go bags. Yeah. And then our family would just we're bring having that. We're eating kettle, kettle corn, corn, fresh kettle corn, batch. but we didn't have to pay ten ninety five every time we went to the pumpkin exactly. batch. Exactly. It was just <clears throat> woo, something included in our monthly budget. Yeah. It was a staple. So, and, so when forever. you buy popcorn, like it, as ingredients, as you buy these things as ingredients, it's super cheap. So you can get this huge. Five what pound, is it? It's a pound. gallon. It's probably one to two gallons of popcorn. You can get it at Costco. It's like ten bucks or less. And that you will get last place. you. And that's gonna last you for so a long time because you only use maybe a half cup per batch. Mm-hmm. So you buy the popcorn. It's it's. Popcorn is cheap. Then you you buy oil. You don't use too much, so that's not expensive. And then your seasonings, again, you'll still save some money versus the, the stuff in a bag if you buy the, the shakers at the store. But if you buy that stuff as ingredients, as Italian seasoning blend, as ranch seasoning mix, mm-hmm. like in a big one, or even it's on my Amazon wish list. <laughs> hint, hint. Cheddar cheese powder. For cheese, because that's all that goes on cheese corn mm-hmm. is just cheddar cheese powder, mm-hmm. dried vinegar powder. Ooh, Ugh. baby, I'm looking for some salt and vinegar popcorn. <whistles> baby, you can get some dill, mix that in with the vinegar. Now you got dill pickle popcorn. Wow. Ooh, I got so many ideas. I'm working on an everything bagel popcorn. That one's not. That one's not quite there yet. It's not quite. I'm ready, working on it. But you so, are. so popcorn, and what's great about it when you make it yourself. You can figure out what flavors you want to figure out, what you want to try. You're not limited to what's at the store yep. or anything like that. You can have a lot of fun. And the quality is just so, it's, it's tasty. so good. It's there. It's very tasty. It's I don't like the classic movie theater 
popcorn with mm. butter. I mean, that's still really good. That's I mean, good. I'm attached yeah. to it from my childhood, mm-hmm. whatever. What should butter I be? on popcorn is Should good. I be? Butter on corn. Probably not. But if I have like microwave popped popcorn anymore, just doesn't gross. do it. Gross. Just doesn't do Nasty. it. Nasty. Not working out. This yeah. is such better quality. Mm-hmm. And it's a great snack for the kids. Yeah, tons of fiber. It. It's yep. fantastic. All right, so the we're gonna talk. We talked about four things today, right? Four things. We got one more, and Although, this one. This one's a goodie, but I want to say mm. we've got way more than four. Oh, definitely. We've got like definitely, twenty-four. Definitely. But we're gonna limit it to these top four. So this one, again, I came across someone doing this. No, yes. I had a oh, friend really? when? do this. When? Circa like 2015. Okay, this is from I ran into it 2010. What? Yep. Before we were married? Oh yeah, before we were hardly friends. Okay. Yeah. So, a friend of mine, she was making kombucha. Mm. I didn't even know what the heck that was. She just had a big old jar on the top of her fridge that looked Terrible. disgusting. That was, there was growing a thing. like a brain. Yes. There was mold. <laughs> there was yeast and bacteria in this gooey thing floating on top of this brown liquid on top of the fridge. It's called a scoby. She drank it. Mm, not straight and I thought, like that. I thought, this girl is crazy. I thought, again, I thought, that's crazy. That's out there. That's nuts. And then what do I know? Next thing you know, 15 years later, 10 years stores. later, I'm paying $3 a bottle to yep. buy this stuff. Yep. You kidding me? Yep. But it's delicious. It's tangy. Ooh, it tastes so good. It's refreshing. It is, if you're unfamiliar, you it? it is fermented tea. So you take tea, it ferments. We'll get to that in a second. Maybe you add in a little fruit, a little fruit juice, something like that to flavor it. Oh, baby. And it's loaded with good probiotics and bacteria Mm -hmm. for gut health, digestion, things like that. And let's not forget it's delicious. There's a ton of health benefits in moderate amounts. Yes. You know, it could, like anything, you consume vats of the thing and it's going to be, there's some sugar content to it. But uh, way less than like a standard of course. Latte yes. or a pop or something. Mm-hmm. And so. Oh, wait, do people say pop? Soda. It depends where you are, I think. Soda pop? A Coke, if you're in the And store. you're going to be forced into moderation with this stuff because if you go to the store, the cheap stuff is like three bucks a bottle. Yeah. You can get some there at five or more. That's just one little bottle of fermented tea. So you're, we thought yeah. we were buying it. We well, thought we your are best spending bet a lot than on like this. at Costco. We were getting it at Costco. Yes. And that at Costco, it was a little bit more than like a dollar a bottle. Mm, no, I think it was a bit Maybe more. Maybe it was like a dollar ninety a bottle, a dollar ninety nine, something like that. So we North thought we were doing two. well, but then we were like, gosh, I wish I could be drinking a glass every day with my lunch. Mm-hmm. But wow, do I really want to spend $30 a month on kombucha? Yeah. I don't. I don't either. So we looked into it. It's super easy. So the thing, so you make some tea, you make some sweet tea, you make some tea, you add some sugar, then you pour it in a big old pickle jar that you got at Costco for $3. The hardest part of this is eating eating all the pickles. Three gallons of pickles. (laughs) You can buy a glass jar 
We were gonna buy glass but jars, but they so, were twenty bucks. They're twenty bucks, and for three dollars, uh. you can just get the <laughs> Vlasic pickles. You can always put them in a bag. Yes, we transferred them, and then, and then you have your took jar. forever to eat them. Yeah. So anyway, so you get your jars. You pour the tea in there. You dilute a little. I mean, you make it kind of. Anyway, you get it prepared in the bottle. Then you slip in a scoby, which you can purchase. It stands for symbiotic colony of bacteria and yeast. And we we purchased our first one when we lived in Denver for five dollars. Some lady on Craigslist. On Craigslist. I mean, the things you can buy in Denver. <laughs> We came to Omaha and there was no. There's not much of a market for Scobies out in like healthy, crunchy Denver. Yeah. They were abundant. Yeah. So we got one for five bucks, but we learned that here in Nebraska, when we went to go start over and make mm-hmm, this, mm-hmm. Uh, you can simply just take plain. Yep. Kombucha. A know, jar of plain, unflavored. Like GT's. Plain GT's plain, kombucha. the one in the a, with the blue label. You pour it into a like a. You pour it in a jar. A glass jar container. Mm-hmm. You kind of rest a lid on top. You, you just to keep the dust out. Expose it to air. Just to keep the dust out. Set it up on out. a shelf, mm-hmm. and it will grow a scoby. Exactly because just like the yogurt, because that's another thing that's fermented. It has all the stuff in it already. Yep. You just need to give it a chance yep. to turn into like the mothership that's mm-hmm. gonna make even more. So it'll probably take what. Two weeks, maybe, depending on how things are. Yeah, and then you take that guy. It's going to be this kind of solid, but still kind of slick, gooey disc. Yeah, a disc on the top. You slide that into your pickle jar on top. Might sink down a little bit, and then again, you cover the top of that with like a towel or something like that. Put it in the cabinet. Forget about it for two weeks or so. You come back. You taste it when it's zesty enough for you. You bottle it. Right. We like our sugar content to go down. So we like ours probably a little more vinegary than the yes. average bear. Just because I don't tangier. want a ton of sugar. I like it nice and tangy. But then that's the next point where you can add in mm-hmm. whatever you, know, you want. Chopped strawberries, different types of fruit. This is what brought me to my friend in 2015. Oh, she made it. Yeah, and yeah, she yeah, put yeah, in, yeah. I want to say it was, it was, mango it was mango or peach or something of very high sugar fruit. Uh-huh. And when she uncorked it, she uncorked it on video, <laughs> and it blew up in her all face over. and all over the ceiling because the uh, pressure had built up so much. Because there's extra oh. firm. You put it in the bottle. You let it, it sit for another again. day or two yes. to get a little more fizz going on. But the fruit she added, there was a lot of sugar, and it ferments because of the sugar. Yes. The bacteria and the yeast eat the sugar and burp out the gas. So if you put in a bunch of sugary fruit, you're (laughs) setting yourself up for a rocket ship. Yes. Most fruits, I think a lot of times we would just kind of take, um, like at Costco you can get a bag of mixed berries, Uh and we would just chop that up and just put a Mm. little bit into ours, and it would always be kind of a mixed berry flavored. And if we wanted to do something special for the holidays, like, ooh, it's – Christmas time, so now we're going to do chopped cranberries. Yeah, we do orange. ginger. Yeah, ginger. We That's would... a standby classic yeah. one. But anyway, so kombucha. And so when you do that, and here's the best part. You got to make the tea at the beginning. Mm-hmm. You go to the store. You spend a dollar. It was a dollar for a hundred tea bags. A hundred tea bags. A buck. And what's great is the cheap ones, 
the real cheap ones, they don't have a string. They don't have a tag. It's just a tea bag, which is great because you don't want to be screwing around with the tag and the rope and everything when you're brewing them exactly. in the year. So it's, it's even better. Yep. So it's a, it's, what is that? I think it, you put a few bags It's in. a scent. So it's like six cents of tea and then sugar is so cheap. I don't know what that is. Maybe ten cents. Mm-hmm. Tw- we'll say twenty-five cents of sugar. Maybe probably not. Your scoby's free. Your scoby's got. Well, maybe you bought it the one time sure. to but grow your own on or and something. On, it's free. Yep. And then you've got some bottles. You put it in water. And the water free. is essentially free. Right. So instead of paying three dollars a bottle for this, mm-hmm. at least three dollars a bottle, you're paying thirty cents for a vat. Yeah. I don't even know how to calculate like that. We made probably made what twelve bottles. Yeah, twelve, 12 or fifteen, 15 bottles, bottles for thirty cents. Thirty cents. Mm-hmm. The markup is just astronomical. It's, crazy. On that. it's like kind of like coffee, too. Yes, you know, which another make, thing we make at home. Instead we make of going out, yep, yep. <laughs> so, so, so there's these things, and you, you get to make your own flavors. You get to have fun, experiment, these kind of things. And it, I mean, it got the kids real excited to drink it too because we were making it. Yes. That's the thing, too. You can get the kids involved. Yep. They love it. So so you, you can save a lot of money, have probably higher quality, quality mm-hmm. tastier stuff, mm-hmm. fresher, certainly. And, you know, it doesn't take that much time, and it's kind of fun. You can involve other people in it and have fun. Yep. And you're, you're saving money. You're pulling down the grocery budget. You can spend it on other things, on other tastier, more expensive foods that are harder to make. You can put it towards your other goals. Yep. And that's the thing. Whenever you're going after money savings, cost cutting, don't just do it to cut costs or to save money. Like Do it for, for something. something that you can give more. You can put more coins in those red buckets or you can donate an extra turkey to a family at Thanksgiving or whatever it is. You can fill the van fund. Yeah, yeah. You can get that much closer to a new van or remodeled basement or whatever else our next <laughs> goal <laughs> is. <laughs> but I have had over the years so many people ask us, how do you keep your grocery budget so low yet I see you guys eating so well? Mm-hmm. And a lot of it does boil down to this. We are just committed to making a lot of our own things mm-hmm. as long as they're not insanely cumbersome and time-consuming. Yes. It drives the cost way down. The quality is way up. Way up. And now we just, we get to be, we get to be the foodies, mm-hmm. I guess, and have the quality of food we want without sacrificing our taste buds or our health or our other financial goals. Yeah. We get to have our eye kind of on the ball with all of them. Mm-hmm. And so ultimately for us, it's worth it. I think a lot of times people get into this mindset, and truly it is a mindset, of I don't have time for that. I'm busy. I work. I got kids. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Like laundry list of reasons why I can't make stuff. I can't take 10 minutes to make that. But then they're the same people who will go sit in a takeout McDonald's line or a Chick-fil-A line for 15 minutes. In that 15 minutes... That was all the time we needed to make the yogurt, to make the kombucha, mm. to make the popcorn. And what was the first one? 
Salsa girl. And to make the salsa. In those 15 minutes, yep. I could have made all of those. And don't get me started on a bread machine. You pour it in, you hit the button, you eat it two hours later. I, we don't, I mean, we've done sour. We've done it, but we, I know. I know. But I'm we don't saying really don't eat get me bread. Started. I know. It's just one There's of those a lot things, of things of that are easy. People have this mindset of, I don't have time for that. And that's where you're getting nickeled and dimed to death on the prepackaged, the convenience, the out to eat the fast foods, you are overspending on a category and getting subpar results, honestly, because so many of these things you could be making and not only saving the bucks, but saving the time and saving your taste buds and your health because the quality is there without all that processed crap. Mm -hmm. So remember, check us out on Instagram Mm -hmm. at WalletWin, of course, and we will show you especially – that salsa recipe that's going to change your chips forever. You're going to need to go – you're going to want to go join Costco so you can buy the enough three, chips. A three-pound bag of chips. So you can you can eat this thing, okay? So it's awesome. Check it, check it out. And also, right now, in the show notes, you'll see a link in there that says send us a vo- – send a voice message. You can send us your questions, something that you love about the show – Whatever else, just we want to hear from you. So click that link, whether you're on your computer or your phone. It'll just go to a website. You don't need to install anything. You can just send us a little voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, bye for now. Thanks for joining us today. You can learn more about this show and the Wallowin program at wallowin.com. Music in this episode is from Dylan Gardner. Listen to his new album, Almost Real, on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your music. See you next week.